This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. Hello and welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Andrew Clyden and I'm joined today by Sarah Ray Lancaster, arts and entertainment editor for The Pulse. How's it going, Sarah? Hi, it's going great. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I wanted you to come on today because we have kind of an exciting thing coming up this weekend. Tomorrow is going to be the... Boy, oh boy, do we know how many of these we've done at this point? I want to say this is the 14th. The 14th annual Door County Half Marathon and Nicolet Bay 5K. We're back. We're back we in the springtime. It seems like we were just running this thing, and in a way we were, because we had one in October last year, but we're back to the springtime run, and hopefully it's going to be as nice this weekend as it is right now. We're going to talk to Miles Danhausen after this just to see what the course is looking like and what he thinks the weather's going to be like tomorrow when everybody gets out there, and uh, let's just hope that it, it stays as nice as it is right now. I know. As a runner, I'm looking at the forecast, and I'm thinking it's going to be ideal if it holds. Generally, the the rule of thumb is, it wasn't this way last year, although maybe it, it might have been depending on how you look on it. The first really nice day of spring usually lands on the half marathon. I would say that's that's at least held true for the ones that I've run. Right. And it's always scary leading up. This year, it's been okay. It's been cold, mm-hmm. and but the wetness has kind of let up. There's been years past where the course is totally flooded until like two days before and kind of scrambling to see like, how's the run going to turn out? But it always gets really nice the day before the run. Right. And as a runner, you're always kind of second guessing, like, what should I wear? How much gear? You know, the whole layers thing. And uh, so... Hopefully this will make it nice and easy for the runners. Right. So for people who don't know, the Door County Half Marathon and Nicolet Bay 5K is an event that happens every May, kind of kicks off the spring season, so to say, and it is a wonderful little run through Peninsula State Park. It is. I personally think it's probably one of the prettiest courses I've ever run. I know I was blown away by it when I ran it for the first time. I want to say that was probably back in 2015 or 2016. And I just couldn't get over just not only the beauty of the course, but just how well thought out it was from a runner standpoint of just the perfect amount of challenge, but just being able to enjoy the scenery, perfectly placed spectator points. So yeah, it's, it's a good time. So you would consider yourself a runner? I would, yeah. Good, because I I don't, so I'm glad at least one of us is familiar. I run only when my life is in danger, and even then, not all the time. Right, somebody would have to convince you to do it. Yes. Uh, That being said, if I were a runner this would be one that I would probably want to do. It's a great one. I mean, and I've I've told people that if they're looking to do their first half marathon and kind of take that jump up from maybe a 5K or a 10K, hands down, this is this is a great one to do that. It's a lot of fun. It's it's a great course, fantastic volunteers, and it's it's just beautiful out there. You can't it doesn't get any better than running through Peninsula State Park early in the spring. So, again, for people who don't run, how far is a 5K? A 5K is 3.1. All right. Why don't they call it a 3.1K? A 3.1 miles. 3.1M doesn't sound as good as It doesn't sound as catchy as the 5K. And, you know, we're just kind of weird and not on the metric system. So all the races are. So Right. So if you're like me and you hear five and you're like, I'm not running five anything. It's not that far. (laughs) It's not too bad. No. And so then 10K, you double it. That's 6.2 miles. And then when you get up to the half marathon, that is 13.1. Okay. That's... 
that's challenging. <laughs> it is a bit of a challenge. When you get to that point. It is. But, you know, it's a marathon. Pace yourself. You've got all day. Right? It is, well, and that's that's kind of the beauty of those longer distances when you get to the half marathon. It's really just a race against yourself at that point. I mean, of course, you have those people that go in with a specific goal and they're maybe wanting to beat a certain time or place at a certain point. But really, it becomes a race against yourself at that point. Right. You're not uh, – most people aren't trying to get first place. Most people are trying to just do better than they did last time. Do they ran it. better than they did last time. You know, maybe if you've been trying to improve on something, make it the race that you improve it. If you're doing a comeback from, you know, maybe not running for a while, just being able to cross the finish line in and of itself, I think, is is a victory. So here's my question. I feel like people who ran it in, what would it have been, 20, 2019 mm-hmm. would have been the one before the pandemic. Yep. So people who ran it then had a whole year and then we didn't do it in 2020. And then so they had a whole year then plus all the way down to October. It's a long time between events. It is. Right? So I feel like you've got plenty of time to train and get ready for it. But if you ran it in October and now you're back. Six months. That's, that's a quick turnaround. <laughs> it is a quick turnaround. Totally doable, though. I mean, you can you can definitely, people ran it in October. They can be ready to go for the spring. Yeah, you know, the neat thing with it being in the spring is it's, it's one of those races to keep you motivated throughout the winter months and to keep you going. So that's kind of a fun aspect to it. Right. How many times have you run the half marathon? I've done this half marathon three times, I believe. I've run seven half marathons total. So you know, you actually know what you're talking about. <laughs> I wow. like to think I do a little bit at least. <laughs> what was your first time running it like? I was really surprised. I didn't know what to expect. I just saw that they had a half marathon. We were going to be up here that weekend anyway. So I signed myself up for it. And I was just blown away from the start as, as far as just the way everything flowed. So with this particular half marathon, I think the one thing I really liked is like you start off and you're kind of running along shore road and it's these beautiful views of, of the water. And, and then eventually you kind of wind yourself into the middle of the park and you've got some serious climbs. And that was both unexpected, but kind of a fun challenge. And, and the nice thing is, as soon as you, you hit the top, it's, there's a reward for it. So then you're kind of coasting downhill and it was just a wonderful winding, winding route. Right. So Sarah, you are not just a runner. You're also a writer. And you wrote a couple of things for the half marathon this week. One of which is a story that I think everybody in the office was really excited for you to dig into because there is a face that we have seen all year long (laughs) when it comes to promoting the half marathon. And it is, if you've seen any half marathon promotion this year, you've seen this woman's face. It's a a great image of the first place female winner from the last half marathon. And she is bursting through the finish line with her arms up and a big smile on her face. And we have used that image extensively for our marketing because it's just a really wonderful image. There's a lot of pictures of people crossing the finish line, just casually or looking tired, but very few people cross it with such performance Yes, absolutely. in in their whole like presentation of it. And so we had been using this image that Rachel Lucas, our photographer took last year, and you reached out to the woman, the first place winner, and you talked to her kind of about her story and about her running. And it was great to be able to not only put the name to the face of this woman that we've been seeing all year long, everywhere, yeah, but also to learn about her. Mm-hmm. So tell me about uh, talking to her. So I have to say, what you see in that photo, and if you haven't seen the photo, you know, like like you had mentioned, it's her kind of bursting through the tape at the finish line and this great big smile on her face, arms up. 
that joy that you see there, it goes through everything. Like when she just talking to her from the moment she picked up the phone, Berlena Ribbons is her name. And she entered the race last year with zero expectations of winning it for the women. In fact, the coordinators had reached out to her with her projected finish time because when you register, they ask, you know, where about do you think you're going to finish? And she put down the time that she thought. And they reached out to ask her if she was sure about that time, if that's really how fast she thought she would run it. And for her, it was, just, well, well, yeah, that's that's what I've done. And she just greeted that race as a time to have fun, to celebrate running, and for good reason, because running was actually a, a pretty significant part of her life. She had run competitively in high school and college, and then she was hit by a drunk driver as a pedestrian, and running went away for a good eight years while she recovered from those injuries. So she really greets running with a perspective, I think, where so many can say, ugh, I've got to go out for a run, or you know, I've got I've to get that workout in. For her, it's just, it's pure joy. It's its just fun. Well, and it, it's kind of triumphant in that way too, being able to get back to it after something so tragic happening. If you want to, if you want to read the whole story, it's in this week's Pulse, which is available now. So I, I recommend everybody pick it up. But it was, like I said, just kind of cool to be able to talk to this person. And you mentioned her saying the time that she was projected to get. We have all of the stats for most of the runs, if not all of the runs on DoorConeyHalfMarathon.com. And not only can you check out like her time, but you can also see like the records for all the times. And I think she's second place. I think she finished. Yeah. She finished second all time by something like six seconds, like really close to coming in, doing it for the first time and breaking a record. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's pretty fun story. And she was just a fun person to talk to. And you'll have to read the story to figure out what her secret is for running and what keeps her fueled. It surprised me, but I will take her word for it with that time. Right. I, I think everybody in the office not only wanted to know, her, but also what her secret was to her abs, because they're pretty prominent in the photo as well. And when you found out the secret, you were surprised as well. I was surprised, and I don't know why that's not working for me, but you know, I'm willing to give it a try. All right. The other thing that you wrote about is that running isn't just about physical health. It's about mental health as well. And running can be a boon to your mental health, which to me is wild, because whenever I'm running, I feel incredibly sad. So that's not the case for everybody? No, it's not. I mean, and you'll hear that runner's high. And when you run, you know, it does, your body does produce endorphins and you do kind of have that feeling eventually of just being more alert, more awake, happier about things, as surprising as that may seem when you're, you know, running. But a lot of people will use it as just that time to quiet their mind kind of think about their day. I mean, I can attest to that. A lot of times when my husband and I were seriously training for things, we would run in the evening. And that was really the time that we got to just kind of talk about our days and, and or talk through different things that were going on in life. And it really does help with that. And for this particular article, I spoke with Brian Stevens, who is the CEO of Door County Medical Center. And he is also running the half marathon on Saturday. And he said too, for him, running is that time when he can just step away from everything, think things through, think about the day, just reconnect with himself, with nature. And that's the beauty of living in Door County is we have ample opportunity and ample places to run and connect with that. So let's say I am a beginner runner. How long do I have to train before I can think and run at the same time? Because right now I can't. <laughs> okay. 
Well, I'm going to say give yourself a good 12 weeks to start, um, as any good training program would tell you to do. And then, you know, take it slowly, maybe a walk-run program, and you can kind of think during the walking bits, then run and, you know, ease into it. Right, because you mentioned you and your husband talking while you're running. That, <laughs> Mind-blowing. I can't even imagine <laughs> any words getting out of me. So I remember I did, I've done two runs. I did a 5K down in Sevastopol, and then I did a turkey trot. And I won the turkey trot in my age division because there was no one else running, which is great. That counts. Got a free trophy. My wife won hers as well, and she actually had people in her age division. So great on her, but we had two turkeys, which was, you know, a lot of turkey. That's a lot of turkey. But then the, the 5K that I did, this is how running works for me. The first part, I'm like, this is not bad. I can do this. And then when you get about a mile in, I'm like, this is... A bad idea. I made a mistake. <laughs> what have I done? And then the last mile is just, I'm going to die. I can't. I just, somebody come pick me up. I, I don't want to do that. So I hit the wall really quickly. And then I don't ever feel like I get over it. I do finish the race, but the wall stays with me. The wall comes with you <laughs> yes, over the, the finish whole line. rest of the time. Yes. And then I get back in the car and I'm like, I can't believe I ran. And my wife's like, don't you feel better? And I was like, I don't. I don't feel better at all. I wish I hadn't done this. I mean, I hit the wall in almost every single race. I mean, my husband will say my biggest thing that works against me in a race is my own. I negotiate with myself. I'll say that, you know, and so maybe I go into it with a certain goal and it's like, uh, it's okay if I don't do that. I'll do this instead. And I kind of steadily back off until it's just, I'm just going to finish the, you know, finish the race. And then I'm mad at myself for the rest of the day because I didn't meet that goal I set out to do. So I think that's, that's natural. You're, you're not alone in that. Right. You're a runner. You don't realize it, but you're a runner. Okay. I'll, I will believe you on that. Like I said, <laughs> if I was going to do another 5K, I would do the Nicolet Bay 5K because running through the park seems like the best place to run. And it's a cool course because it's an out and back course. So you can always challenge yourself to you know, go out and then try to finish that last part of it a little bit faster than the first part. What does out and back mean? So out and back means you're basically running out so many miles and then there's a turnaround point to bring you back to the finish line. Got it. That's good. So you end up where you started. You end up where you started. Perfect. Pretty close. Right. Because that that's the other part of it. If you run, you know, five miles away from your car, you have to get back to your car. That is true. And then you're hoofing it and then nobody a, wants to do yeah, that after running. Ten mile <laughs> ride. Is there anything else about this running for mental health piece that you did? This is included inside the runner's guide for the marathon. Is it online as well? It's online as well. You know, and with this piece, I want to say it, it also went into kind of a a deeper story too of not just using running to organize your day and just de-stress from everyday stressors. But I also spoke with somebody who used running as a way to crawl out of some pretty heavy mental health issues and, and battles. And, you know, he, he's used running as a tool in becoming sober. And, and that was really inspiring just to see the transformation running made in his life. So I would definitely give that one a read if you're wanting to be inspired and just just see all the various ways people use running in their life and what it means to people. I will say, you know, I'm joking a lot this episode, but my wife got really into running before we had our first child. And I don't think there's a way to be a casual runner. If you get into running, you kind of go all in and that becomes a part of your lifestyle. And it did with her. She was really enjoying running. She signed up for eight races her first year running just to motivate herself to do it. And she got through all of them in that year. It was going to culminate in the half marathon, but then we got pregnant. So she didn't get to do that. 
we had our first baby and then we knew we were trying for a second. So she didn't jump back on the train between, but after we have our second baby, that's been her big thing. It's like, I can't wait to start running again. I can't wait to get back into that because she was really, really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And that's the cool thing about the running community. I feel like there is a place for everybody. And I mean, and that even stems back. If I think back to high school cross country days, a lot of times your cross country teams, there usually aren't cuts for teams. So it's, it's a sport that anybody can go out for and experience. And it's just, it's nice to see a place for athletes of all abilities. And, and I consider anybody that goes out there and runs, they're an athlete, whether you're, you know, running that 5k in 45 minutes or you're doing it in 20 minutes, you're an athlete. Right. So how many people are going to show up this weekend? A couple dozen? What do you think? So at the last time I checked, which was right before registration closed, we had a little over 1,300 people in the half marathon and just about 650 in the 5K. Right. So that's 2,000 people. Yeah. And when you think about that's just 2,000 runners and think about how many of them are going to bring a spouse or a friend or a child, you know, it's. 2,000 runners, but that could be 3,000, 4,000 oh, people easy. easily. And that's a pretty big influx of people in what we normally consider to be the shoulder season. Right. Um, we've talked about this before as we've talked about the half marathon, but it is kind of one of those really cool events that kicks things off a little bit. Maybe a, a soft open for people. There are businesses that open up for this weekend and they do really well because of how many people are up here, especially businesses that are around the park. Those runners come up and they're going to want to get a drink after or eat with their family or, you know, maybe friends and family start the race and then go out to get lunch and come back, those types of things. So it, it's going to be a big weekend for business as well. And it's kind of a cool thing. Like I said, at the beginning of spring, right at the start of May, before we traditionally think of everything kicking off and opening right. up, it's kind of a little preview for the season. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you kind of feel that buzz already in the air of things are getting ready for the season. And yeah, like you said, this is just, it's a fun way. It's a fun event to, you know, bring your family to just have them be part of the cheering section. Yeah, it's a good time. Great. Well, if you want to know any more about the Door County Half Marathon, you can check it out on doorcountyhalfmarathon.com. Information about next year's run is probably already up there. So if you are listening to this episode and you want to run next year, you'll be able to register soon. Anything else from, from your perspective before we give Miles a call and see how things look out on the course? Um, I would just say, you know, if you're running the race this weekend, just approach it, I would say, with the attitude that Relena has approached her races, which is just have fun. And I think she gives a great piece of advice of, you know, find that one aspect of joy throughout your race and, and hold on to it to the finish, and you're going to have a fantastic time. Great. Well, we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, uh, I'll be speaking with Miles Danhausen, who is out on the course right now. And it's going to let us know how things are doing and what the weather is going to look like tomorrow. This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by Door County Medical Center. Are you looking for a job in Door County with excellent benefits, culture, and potential for advancement through tuition reimbursement programs? Door County Medical Center is hiring. For more than 75 years, Door County Medical Center has been the leader in health and wellness for Door and Kiwani counties. Their integrated medical center provides a wide range of specialties, including primary care, behavioral health, general surgery, the Women and Children's Center, the Door Orthopedic Center, the Door County Cancer Center, and more. To join the team, apply today at dcmedical.org careers. The podcast is also brought to you by Destination Door County. Join Destination Door County in celebrating National Travel and Tourism Week from May 1st to the 7th. 
Tourism plays a critical role in financially supporting our residents and is the reason so many unique experiences, attractions, and things like restaurants, parks, and entertainment venues are available in Door County today for all to enjoy. Tax dollars generated from visitors also financially support municipal governments throughout the county and have helped pay for many park upgrades and public green space expansions. Join Destination Door County in recognizing the importance of travel in our community during National Travel and Tourism Week. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Miles. How's it going out there? It's going pretty good. Beautiful day in the park. It looks like it, to be sure. The big question is... What's it going to look like tomorrow? Uh, everything's looking good. We're looking at like potentially 50 degrees for a high, so perfect running weather, if, if anything, maybe even a little on the warm side. You've been out there on the course for a couple of days now. Is there anything different about uh, the run this year that people should know about? No, nothing new for this year's race other than we're back in spring again, which uh, feels great out here, just hanging out in the park and, and seeing it come to life again. What's the atmosphere been like kind of getting back into the swing of things, doing it in spring again? Are people excited? Yeah, it's nice that, you know, we were so fortunate last fall to have incredible weather and have the, the colors on the course and everything. So it, it prompted a lot of people to contact us and say, like, hey, let's keep it on this date forever, which, you know, we're tempted by that, too. But one of the things that this race was always founded on, kind of welcoming people back to Door County in spring and bringing the county back to life as everything opens up again. And to have that feeling back again with the race after two years now has been really great. And seeing, you know, the volunteers coming out when they're, you know, in springtime, people people are ready to volunteer and they're happy and energetic. In the fall, they're kind of beaten down by the summer. So it's, uh, it's a little bit different feeling and, and it's a good feeling. That's true. It's definitely kind of more energizing to get out and do a big project here right as things are coming back to life than it is like trying to do one last thing right at the end of a busy season. Exactly. After being cooped up all winter, it's like, yes. And, and we're lucky. The weather broke. I mean, we've had... You and I have talked about it. It's been maybe the longest, earliest spring I can remember up here. And to have it break just in time for the half marathon is, I mean, knock on wood, we've just gotten so lucky with that year after year. So right. The weather looks fantastic. Well, it wasn't just a couple of years ago when you, basically the course was almost flooded because of all of the, the rain that we had. And it was looking like that might be a similar thing this year, but luckily everything dried up pretty early. Yeah, we had all that. We had a very wet spring, but... The nice thing this year is the water levels are down a bit, so the water table isn't as high. And that, that year, a couple of years ago, not only did we get dumped with three or four inches of rain the Thursday night before the race, but you had a high water table, so the entire concourse was flooded with about a foot of water. Which is a you know, it's a good thing we also put on a pond hockey tournament because we had a bunch of water pumps to uh, pump the water out of the concourse. But it was not a fun day. Right. Well, it looks like everything's shaping up for a, a great turnout tomorrow and uh, great weather. Is there anything else that you want folks to know who are either listening or participating tomorrow uh, before the, the race starts? I mean, I guess if, uh, if you were planning to go to the park and you're not part of the race, just know that some access to certain parts of the park are going to be closed off until about 2 p.m. just because we have the roads closed in the park. So Nicolay Boat Launch, uh, you won't be able to access that in, after about 7.30 in the morning. And then the Nicolay Bay area, unless you're going down there to watch the race and things like that or to watch uh, come down on a trolley, it's going to be difficult to get to certain parts of the park, not the tower. Everyone can access the tower. That'll be fine. But um, I would just say if you're planning to go to the park tomorrow I just and you're not part of the race, I'd hold off until the afternoon. And then, yeah, down at the, at the concourse, we're going to have live music and beer. And you don't have to be running to partake in all the festivities down there. It's just that there's not a lot of parking there, so you just catch one of the trolleys either at Gibraltar High School or Skyway Drive-In. 
and yeah, you know, we're just really looking forward to putting the race on again and being back in spring. I talked to a, a woman this morning who was calling with a question about the race and she had a kid 10 months ago. And one of her goals was to, to run a half marathon before her kid was a year old. So it's great to be part of an event that becomes the, the goal for someone like that. And she's going to be running it tomorrow morning. Right. It's good to know that even if I don't run the race, I can still show up in all of my running gear and just partake in the beer and live music and food at the end. <laughs> yes, yes, you're more than welcome to. Awesome. Well, thanks for calling in, Miles, and we will see you tomorrow along with the, oh, about 2,000 people who are going to be running through the park. Yeah, excellent. Thanks for calling, Andrew. All right, bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. If you want to support us at The Pulse, check out doorcountypulse.com slash shop, where you can get a weekly Pulse subscription, purchase some incredible Door County artwork from Pulse artist Ryan Miller, and much more. We hope you've enjoyed the Door County Pulse podcast, and we will see you next time.